happening, everybody? It's your boy Marshall live, and I am live. And today I want to share with you a quick cautionary tale, something that I messed up, something that I did wrong, something that ended up hurting me and hurting a lot of people, and somebody in my life, somebody that I love, is doing the same thing. And I thought that it would be valuable if I just came live on this video real quick here on the show and shared with you. There we go. I just thought it'd be valuable if I came here and shared this cautionary tale with you because I don't want you to experience the loss, the heartache, the pain, all the things that I went through because of what I did and what this other person is doing now. I don't want you to go through that. So if I can take a short little time right here between you and I and I can share this message with you and maybe it can help slow you down for a second, save you from the heartache, the trouble, the pain that I went through that this other person is inevitably going to go through, then I want to share it with you, okay? So I'm just taking a couple quick minutes right now. Uh, Kirsty, my fiance, she's in there getting a, a massage right now. If you guys don't know at the time of shooting this video, I totaled my Jeep. I totaled my Jeep on the freeway here in Montana uh, probably about six days ago. So we're down to one car. And I was sitting here waiting for her to go. To, we just got out of the gym. I was waiting for her to go to the chiropractor and come back out and have like five, ten minutes. I'm like, you know what? I don't go live enough anymore. I'm going to go live and drop you some value. So first off, do me a favor. If you're watching this live or if you're watching this on replay, give me a light, give me some hearts. Give me some hearts. I love those hearts. Come on. Give me some hearts. Give me some hearts. Give me some hearts, 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 hearts. I love that engagement. It makes me feel like you guys care about what I'm saying, even if you don't. Now, check this out. Recently, I've been watching somebody that I know and love very, very closely. I've been watching them and how they work, how they, how they show up every day. And this person is young. This person is very, very young. Very young, okay? This person is very young. And they're a lot like I was when I was young. Uh, they're a hard, hard worker. Literally can't be stopped. Always on the go. Always pushing. Always in the limelight. And I'll tell you what this person did, but first I want to share a little story with you. Hey, Justin, what's up, bro? Thanks for hopping on. Olympia, Washington. All right, dude. I'm over here in uh, uh, Kalispell, Montana, so in Flathead Valley, not too far from here where you're at, uh, way up north. I don't, I don't know how far Olympia is uh, in the northern. If that's northern Washington, middle Washington. Like, I don't know where that's at, but I'm here in Montana. It's good to have you, bro. But before I share what kind of what this, what this guy, what this kid is up to, man, I want to share something with you guys. You may not know where or how I started. But actually in 2014, I launched my very first ever business and it was a personal training business. I was living in San Diego at the time and I was going to the gym and I'm like, you know, like I'm in, I'm okay shape and, and people are always like, oh, you should be a personal trainer. You should be a personal trainer. Now you have to remember at the time of 2014, when people were telling me about this, I, I did not know what uh, entrepreneurship was. I had no idea. Like I had heard of an entrepreneur, but I had no idea what an entrepreneur was. I was, uh, I didn't know what a mentor was. Even though I'd heard the word mentor, I didn't know what a mentor was. I didn't know what collapsing time meant. I didn't know that I could be right here and this could be where I wanted to go. And the way to collapse time was to just learn from other people who already knew how to do it. Like I didn't know any of that. And so in 2014, I was working a bar, a bartending job. It's what I did for most of my life all the way up until 27 when I finally was able to get my own business going. And so here I am, I'm, I'm bartending. I finally discover, oh my God, I can start my own business and make my own money. So I go out and get certified as a personal trainer. I start my personal training business in San Diego. And you know what? It was hard. Everybody in San Diego at the time and probably still now was a personal trainer. It's like everybody and their brother was a personal trainer. So when I went out to the market to start selling my offers, I couldn't get anybody to buy. 
And it was literally like the most depressing thing. I, I worked my ass off to get the certification. I did all the things. And now here I am ready to rock and roll. I have this package outlined, except I realized I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know anything about marketing. I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know anything about that stuff. And so I was trying, trying, trying. And finally, towards the end of 2014, long story longer, I discovered um, this guy named Mike Chang online. It doesn't matter to you, but this guy named Mike Chang, what Mike Chang did was he's this big ripped up guy, but he sold this program called Six uh, Six Pack Abs or Six Pack Secret or Six Pack Abs or Six something. He was teaching people how to get a six pack. And I'm like, oh, sick. Well, this doesn't make any sense. This guy is way ripped up and all he ever does is these ab workouts. I couldn't understand. I was like, how is this guy getting so fucking ripped? If he's only doing ab exercises at home, like I don't, I don't understand it. And so I went to his website and I was going through his website, going through his website. And no matter what, this website I went to, Six Pack Shortcut or whatever it was, was just him telling me why getting a six pack is hard, how he was able to make, get a six pack at home, and how I can get a six pack at home too if I buy his program for like whatever, $67, $97. And it was the very first time I ever realized, I didn't know what it, was, it was called this at the time. But it's the first time I, I stumbled over a sales funnel. So in 2014, I realized there's a difference between a website and a sales funnel. Okay? A website is where somebody goes. I, like I was deadlifting today, so my calluses are gnar. Sorry about that. That's just hard work, baby. But um, I didn't realize there was a difference between a website and a funnel. Okay? A website is like a digital menu board okay so people go to your website for logistics they go to your website to see your menu to see what they can select off the menu so when your client or potential client goes to your website we as business owners are trusting and hoping for the love of God they're smart enough to figure out what it is that we want them to figure out okay so we're leaving a lot up to them however there's something called the sales funnel and a sales funnel is a web page with one objective and only one action they can take Either you opt in or you buy or whatever, but that's it. And so I'm looking at Mike Chang and I realize, holy shit, he's not teaching people how to get in shape like he is. He's just teaching one type of person how to get six-pack abs at home. So it, that person's like me. They work out a lot. They're driven. They're motivated. And they want to have six-pack abs. And so in 2014, when I discovered sales funnels, it changed my life because I was able to start selling one thing and I was able to scale my business fast. Now, I'll tell you something. The more success I started to have by 2016, I made my accidentally made my first hundred thousand dollars in seven months. And then time and time again, I've literally used digital marketing, sales funnels, and public speaking to, to help my clients earn more than nine figures. So for those of you who don't know nine figures, $124 million is how much I've helped my clients earn since 2018, literally because of sales funnels and public speaking. Like that's it. I started an online speaking business in 2016. I was preaching to everybody, hey, yo, you don't have, a have to have a stage to speak on. You can have a stage right here online by creating your own platform like a show or a podcast. That was only back in 2016 and nobody would listen to me. Since 2020, everybody's kind of like, oh, shit, virtual events and virtual speaking. Like that's a thing. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, that's a thing. I've been trying to tell you. You could have made millions of dollars with us already, but you haven't because you weren't listening, right? And so by 2016, I'm making so much money. And I'm having so much success traveling the world, speaking on stage with some of the best, most well-known, famous speakers in the world that I caused a little problem, okay? Now, I don't want to get too deep into this part, but this goes specifically to, specifically to men. Not, not that women can't have this too, but specifically to men. We as men have to understand that the, the 
can't be stopped entrepreneur, the driven entrepreneur, the, the, the type A entrepreneur, by and large, that person is like that. They, they developed that persona, that personality because of a deep rooted childhood wound where they felt no connection, disconnected from the love of the father, of the father figure. So that's why you see so many entrepreneurs and men, especially performance based, going out to prove it. I got to prove how awesome I am. And it almost a hundred percent of the time comes from a deep rooted father wound. These type of men, like I used to be, they, they go, 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 go. They can't stop going. They're always busy. They have massive business success, but they can't, they can't connect or relate to their family. They're disconnected from themselves and they're disconnected from their family and the people that they love. Okay. So exactly. Jessica says driven by ego. And now ego is not necessarily a bad word. You have a, you have the id, the ego and the super ego. Or if you really want to simplify it, we can just say you have the ego and the higher self. Your ego is job, acronym Earth Guide Only. Your ego is your Earth Guide Only. So your ego's only, your ego's only job is to keep you alive, like to keep you safe. And it's our ego's job to create separation from ourselves versus what else is in the world. Because without creating that separation for ourselves, the ego won't, they think, oh, I won't be able to keep us safe and alive from everything out there. Now our higher self knows that there is no separation. We all come from the one same source energy. Okay, whatever that is, is one source energy. And so our higher self knows that there is zero separation anywhere in the entire universe. We're not separate from each other, from the things that we want, from the things that we desire. Like we're all one thing. And so I didn't know this as I was building up from 2014, 2016, 17, 2018. I was making so much money. I was so driven. But the people's lives that I was changing, like, truly saving people's lives. People would be sending me messages bawling about how I saved life. I was going to kill myself, Marshall. I was in the bathtub. I was this and I was that. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. Like people like literally saving lives. I literally couldn't even go out to dinner without getting messages back in the day of people, Marshall, I I'm thinking about hurting myself. Can, can, can you help me? Right? I'm talking like massive amounts of people, businesses I've transformed, the money I've made, like so much. And people would send me these testimonials and these messages. And I couldn't even read them. I literally couldn't even watch a 30, 60 second video of somebody telling me how awesome I am and how much they changed my life because there was such a disconnection from what, from love, love for myself, feeling, being able to feel that I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even handle it. I just, nope, nope, no, thank, oh, thank you. No, thank you. But it was all, oh, thank you. Yeah. That, but you know, it was really all you. It was really all you, right? Is anybody else like that? Give me a like, give me love. Let me know. Okay. Jessica says this is something that she's dealing with with her husband, and I'm sorry, Jessica, because I, I know how that must feel. You should get your husband in touch with me because we have something big and special that's coming up for driven men just like that next month, but I digress. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because I learned the hard way in 2019 what it means to constantly be on the go and to treat relationships like they're disposable, okay? All of these people that loved me and supported me and wanted me to win, they may not have been buying from me. But they loved me. They would have done anything for me. If they had the money, they would have been in my programs like that. But I was so driven, so mad, so angry that I was like, I don't want to help you if you can't pay me. Nope. I'm, my time's valuable. I'm on a mission. If you can't help me, follow my free content. Fuck you. I'm blah, 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 right? I tell you all this to tell you that by 2019, I lost everything. 
I ended a five-year relationship, which I, we should have ended literally in week one. But I ended a five-year relationship. I moved out of my 21st uh, floor high-rise condo, downtown San Diego, overlooking the Pacific Ocean, luxury condo. I left San Diego after 13 years. I burnt down very publicly my entire business through a Facebook post, tagged like 100 people, was like, fuck you to everybody. I just got to a point that I'd made such a habit of being on the go and treating relationships and people like they were disposable because I was always getting new new clients, new money, that by the time 2019 came, everybody was just sitting there waiting for the fall. They were waiting to see the shit show. They were waiting to see me come undone. And you know what? I did not disappoint them. I came undone. I was 30, so that was 2019. I'm 37 now, so two, almost three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, so I would have been um, 34 at the time. <clears throat> so here I am, 34, nine figures in client results, massive success for myself, spoken all over the world to some of the most famous people, and it, when it, my darkest hour came, there was nobody left by my side. And there was nobody left by my side because I pushed them all away. I pushed them all away, not because they weren't good enough, but looking back because I didn't feel good enough, because I didn't feel love, because I didn't understand the trauma that I had from my childhood. I didn't understand the father wounds I had from my absent father and then from my toxic father, my stepfather, right? I didn't understand this. And so now here I am. I took a two and a half year sabbatical from business. We relaunched about not even th well, three months ago now, already off to six figures in my first three months, just like I coach, just like I tell you, crushing it. And all of a sudden, this feeling is creeping back in from back in the day, okay? So I tell you all that to tell you. Now I'm looking at my life and I'm having more, I'm having new people come into my inner circle and invest with me. I'm having new people come into my network. And there's this one guy who is a fucking killer. Dude, he is a killer. And he is so good and he's so young, but he's doing exactly what it was that I was doing just a few years ago. And no matter what I do, I'm trying to slow him down. I'm trying to, to help him out. I'm trying to get a hold of him. I've been messaging him and texting him. And this dude invested in me. Five-figure, multiple five-figure investment, right? He got everything he needs from the coaching. I'm not, my feelings aren't hurt. That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you, I'm telling you this is a cautionary tale. But he's made some promises and some commitments to some people that aren't me. But he's made some promises and commitments to some people that he has not been able to show up and fulfill. I see him online every day, right? I see him out there crushing it. I mean, literally crushing it. But unfortunately, these people that need him, that love him, that support him, that trust him, they're not paying him. So he's kind of let them fall by the wayside. The relationship has become disposable. And I listen, I know that he's not doing this on purpose. This is... Not a fucking chance he's doing this on purpose. He is like one of the greatest people I've met, but you don't know what you don't know. And he is running from a deep, deep, deep-seated father wound that we've had conversations about, but no matter what I've done, I can't slow him down to stop. And the only reason that this even came to my mind is because I had some people reach out to me that are good friends of mine in my inner circle, and they're like, hey, yo, so-and-so promised to do this thing for me. You were there. We kind of got started, and now we can't get a hold of him. And no matter when we call him, if we text him, like it's just he ignores us. And he doesn't show up in the inner circle calls anymore. I'm not mad. This is not to call him out. If he's watching this, he'll know who he is. But it's like um, I say this to say to all of you, don't make this mistake. Like please do not make this mistake. If you find yourself and you know that this is your – like you, this video is about you, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to 
point. I just know I'm not supposed to point at people. But if you're watching this and you know this is about you, and I don't mean like the person, I'm saying you. If you're you, if you're the type of person that can relate to this and because you're living so fast and out of control like me, like I used to be, if you're the type of man that literally hasn't felt anything in years, if your success isn't bringing you happiness and fulfillment, if you are disconnected from your family and you don't even know each other anymore, if you don't have time for your kids, if you're not able to make love for your wife, like, bro, I'm telling you, you're suffering from the same thing that I used to and that this kid is suffering from. And that's that you haven't slowed down to actually feel the things that you're trying to outrun. And until you heal that trauma from your past, it will always be there. And at a certain time, you will not be able to outrun it anymore. And it will come up and it will catch you and it will fucking wreck you. It will tear everything that you have apart. Not because you want to, but because at an energetic level, there is such a deep-seated, deep-rooted wound inside of you that it is impossible to outrun. That energy will engulf you. It will encapsulate you if you don't deal with it, if you don't heal it. And it bums me out because I've been trying to tell him like for, for months now. I'm like, oh, bro, like, please believe me. Please trust me. But he didn't, and he wouldn't, and he won't. So we'll see. I just wanted to be able to share this tale with you because if this is you, there's still time for you not to have to lose everything like I did, to not have to, to literally start over from rock bottom, to push away the people that you love, to hurt the people you love the, the, the most, the people that, that you know support you the most. I did that. I did that. I don't want you to go through it. Jessica says, I have a very similar story, especially with addiction, 100%. You guys know that uh, I'm sober. Uh, I had to give up. I had to, get, I had to stop drinking. I had to stop drinking because I use drinking as an excuse to go do cocaine because then when I do cocaine, it is able for me to turn my brain off. And in a very sick and twisted way, when I'm high on coke, is the only time I was ever able to be present. I didn't know that when I was in the throes of my addiction back then. But looking back now, 583 days sober, I know that I only went to drink because I knew that that would give me enough permission to go use blow. And when I was using blow, I was present. There was no, I wasn't thinking about money or closing deals or having to fulfill this or that or the disconnect between me and my girl or the fact that I don't have any real friends. Like I would, and I'm good. I'm here right now, right? And that's why a lot of addicts use. We use to distract ourselves from the problems that we're feeling. Like an addiction, distraction can come as anything. It can come as social media. It can come as working out. It can come as shopping, sex, gambling, uh, uh, building a business, using drugs, watching TV, eating food. Like it's endless, right? There's so many things. And so that's one of the reasons I love talking about addiction now because I was when I was making the most amount of money and I was on the stages with the most amount of people preaching the best messages, I was like literally the biggest addict I had ever been. It was, it was at the height of my addiction. I was... I was spending thousands of dollars on blow every single month, every month. And it makes me sad. It makes me depressed because I know there's a lot of men out there. And I know there's women watching this too. And there are women that are saying, I'm not trying to exclude you at all. But what I'm saying is there's a, a lot of men out there and you're having, you're making a lot of money and you may be like, you might be in good shape and you have this great persona, but you have an addiction that's so deep rooted inside of you that you don't tell anybody about. And you probably even hide it from your wife or your spouse or your kids or your partner and it probably is something like, I don't know, it's, it's a deep-rooted thing. And you, you know what it is. I don't. And you know what it is, though. And that's why you're continually on the go trying to, to, to get going. Now, I'll make another live video uh, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day about what 
what a, a, a woken, what a sacred entrepreneur looks like, what somebody who's alive and connected looks like, what their daily schedule looks like. But I promise you, I don't care what your fucking, whatever the biggest people on stage say, you got to go, you got to whatever, whatever. I have spoken on stage with some of the most famous influencers, the ones that you guys all follow. I know them personally. And most of them are the reason why I got so disgusted in 2019 because you can only see in others what you can see in yourself. And I didn't know that at the time, but I was so disgusted with all of them because they were fake. Not because they were on purpose or maybe they didn't even realize they're being fake, but because I could feel because I know now that I, I, I'm a shaman reincarnated. Okay, I used to be a shaman in a different life. I'm not in this life, but I was a shaman in another life. I was a warrior. I, I was a healer. And in this lifetime, I'm a healer too, like a literally an energy healer. And knowing that, I didn't realize back then, but I have this sixth sense. It's not, it's not like I can, it's not something I can see or something that I can feel. It's a combination of them both. And so when people walk up and talk to me, it's like I know their entire backstory. I can feel every limitation, every wound inside them. I can see it, feel like I can't, I can't explain it. I know it very intimately now, which is why I'm launching something brand new next month. But I, I didn't know it then. And so I'd be around all these big-time speakers and coaches, these influencers, these famous celebrities. And I'm like, God, you're gross. You're up there on stage fucking lying to these people because you're lying to yourself, right? And so a lot of the people that you love, know, like, and trust that are preaching about, oh, man, like, go, go, go. And the biggest business, they're cokeheads. A lot of them are coke addicts. And a lot of them are preaching to you to build this big business and yada, 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 and go, go, go. But that's not the real shit. That's not the gangster shit. That's not how you really find enlightenment and peace in your life. You can have all the power you want, but without, without peace, there's no true power. Without peace, there's no real freedom. And so I thought it was interesting as I saw this kid, and I'm like, bro, damn it. You're cruising for a bruise, and homie, I'm trying to slow you down, but sometimes you just got to learn the hard way. I hope this video has been a little bit of information for you not to have to learn the hard way like I did and like he might. I'm still trying to save him, still trying to help him be a mentor for him, but you can only do so much. All right. If you got some value from this video, hey, do me a favor. Send me a message. Let me know. Reach out to me. Like I'm a real person. Just say what's up, dude. And uh, I would love just to connect with you as much as I can. I'm blessed that I've got a lot of messages and emails coming in because there's so many people that are watching our content that are needing help, wanting help, showing up for themselves. So if I don't get back to you right away, don't worry. I will, I will definitely get back to you. But I want to know you guys. I want to not have relationships that are disposable. I want to really be here. I want to really be present and hold that sacred power, you know, that presence, so I can go out there and be that for every other person just like you guys want to. All right? So do me a favor. Share this video to your story if you got some value from it. Maybe like it. Tag a friend. Tell a friend, let me know. But I love you guys. If you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, it's available on every single platform. The Marshall Gillen Show. Make sure you're subscribed. Go back, watch some of the old shows. Stay tuned for the new shows. But uh, I'm just here to help serve. I love all of you. I'm rooting for every single one of you. 